Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. As you may already know, not all movement practices are designed in an equal way. In the Lit Yoga Method, we help you retrain your brain and body to move better for everyday life. Through physical therapy drills, yoga, functional mobility, core stability, and flexibility, the Lit Method rewires habitual movement patterns and postural imbalances to help you feel stronger, more energized, and more balanced both on and off the mat. Our online platform, the Lit Daily, is designed for easy convenience with a robust offering of class types so you can boost your energy while getting stress relief. Improved brain wiring means you will move with more ease and efficiency because we teach you the how and why behind movement choices, not just poses for the sake of poses. All movement teachers on the platform are certified by LIT and share a common language providing education with clear cues that give you the needed reinforcement for enhancing your movement habits. Thousands of students in over 50 countries get LIT to feel more confident, more powerful, and more alive. We offer two subscription options for all levels and bodies. The Lit Daily option consists of over 500 classes in our library, with so many categories I can't even list them, but some include short on time, injury prevention, stress relief, and different body parts. There's also a Tuesday and Thursday live class that's streamed on the daily, and there's always a class of the day to help you take the guesswork out of what class to do. Lit Daily members also get 50% off the monthly workshops. The Lit Prime subscription offer has everything in the daily plus over 20 weekly live Zoom classes with Lit teachers providing real-time feedback. This is wonderful for community and to get your feedback from a teacher for your own alignment. We also get free monthly workshops in the Lit Prime option. Both of these are streamable right into any TV or device through an Android, iPhone, and iPad apps. Movement changes everything, and when we move better, we feel better. So sign up for our free two-week trial and see how getting lit can help you feel your best today and for years to come. I'm Laura Hyman, and welcome to Redefining Movement, a lit podcast designed to investigate all aspects of movement from my background in physical therapy and neuroscience. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter movement patterns and compassion for ourselves and others, so together we can live our most uplifted lives, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monthly Motivation, my friends. So good to be here. And in light of this month's theme in the lit world, we're going to delve deep into the concept of pulling into center. That's right. That's our theme this month. 
So when we say that phrase, pulling into center, I imagine that most of us envision a magnetic field that holds us with this sense of comfort and stability. And that allows the layers and experiences of life to broaden outward. So when we say we're spinning out of control, there's an opposing force, an unraveling, where we lose our footing or our sense of direction. And I think we've all felt that. When we've felt really clear and held into center and pulled ourselves together versus feeling like we might be falling apart or not really knowing where our compass is. First, let's talk about physically pulling into center because we talk about this in Lit a lot. And it's not the idea of pulling in as in sucking in or holding or gripping. It's really this idea of drawing inward to find this center, this strength. And so whether it's yoga or movement or even personal decision-making or the way we handle our emotions, finding and maintaining our center is crucial. If you think of something like someone on a tightrope walker, we've probably seen these videos where someone's high up on a tightrope, we're all holding our breath, but the tightrope walker's not holding the breath. They always maintain their balance by keeping their body weight centered even if there's like some fluctuations. Because again, that's like what we talk about. It's not a finite point. It's this area that we feel connected and stable. So in yoga, in Pilates, in martial arts, you'll hear about pulling into our center, often referred to as, quote, engaging your core. And this doesn't just strengthen us, but it ensures alignment, which really helps us prevent injury, recover function, perform at a higher level, and just feel more efficient. Another image that often is used in yoga and other places is a tree. If a tree is to stand tall and also be able to resist strong winds, it has to have deep roots. But guess what? It has a sturdy core. So similarly, when we engage our physical core, it doesn't just aid in our balance and our strength, but it connects us to our intuitive wisdom of how to be able to move and rock and shift with some forces that are on us without losing ourselves. And this physical connection, we talk about it being like the triple S, it really improves our posture and our breathing and overall well-being. And this alignment, of course, extends metaphorically in our lives as well. When we talk about, I feel really centered in my life and in my choices, it's because a centered body often hosts a centered mind. Physical activities that emphasize core engagement have been shown to reduce stress and anxiety. And this illustrates that symbiotic relationship between the physical and mental realms. We know this to be true. We don't need to prove it because we can sense it. And I've mentioned before on podcasts and in my trainings about this neuroscientist who began to, quote, blast his core when his research revealed that increased core strengthening improved stress responses in the brain via the adrenals. So as we physically work for balance, we must also find equilibrium in other ways, in the way we live our lives and our choices. So think about every time you face a decision, we weigh pros and cons. And when we pull into center metaphorically, we're finding a path that is going to keep us in line with our core values. And I really believe this to be true, and we talk about this a lot in Lit. 
It's like walking your path and walking your talk. All of that comes from this staying true to ourselves and pulling into our center. So we know physically it's helping us. We know stress-wise it's helping us, as this neuroscientist pointed out. And it also just helps us in this very metaphorical and psychological way of holding on to our core values. But we know that emotions are emotions, right? Emotions can really rock our core. So how do we pull into center emotionally? Well, knowing that emotions are complex, they're like waves. I've talked about the emotions of grief with my dad and how that felt like a tidal wave. And some other waves might not be as enormous and might not have that kind of impact, but they can still really rock us. And so we have to be able to navigate the stormy moments and the calm ones. And when we pull into center emotionally, we are both acknowledging our feelings, feeling them, not suppressing them, finding more of an equilibrium where we can respond first rather than react. We need to be able to do this from a place of center. When we pull into center, we're not suppressing emotions, but we're navigating them, understanding them better, and also understanding ourselves better. And so we are capable of finding those grounded moments, even if we're having an emotional storm, so to speak. And this is so important for life because life is going to inevitably have the ups and downs. We know the ebbs of life and of emotions. And by centering ourselves, we can process our emotions healthfully ensuring that they inform but don't dictate our actions. And I know with my transitions lately, I've been so incredibly grateful for my lit practice to aid me in navigating the array of emotions. Some of you might know and some of you might not know that over the last four years, my husband and I have built a home in Massachusetts on the property that has been in my husband's family for 50 years. And this house took longer to build and ended up being a larger home than we had originally intended. So when it was finished last winter, we were confronted with some decisions that could have pulled me off center for sure. Do we keep the house? Our youngest was going to college. There's going to be a lot of transitions. And so for these past six months, I've had to mentally, emotionally, and then logistically prepare to move from my home in Princeton, which we built almost 15 years ago. And my kids spent most of their lives there. And now with both of them being in college, coupled with our decision to spend the next four winters in California to watch Jonah play basketball in college, it just didn't make sense to keep two houses. So we decided to move to the Berkshires as our main home. But during this process, I went through the spectrum of emotions and felt the feelings fully without spiraling because I had my connection to my center. If I practiced what I was believing in, in my lit practice it just made everything a lot easier to endure. Those moments that were really challenging in every way. My stress responses were better. My emotional responses were better. And I just know for myself, it can be a wonderful transition, but transitions, even when they're wonderful, are still challenging. And so the question is, how can we pull into center in life's decision-making processes? This is what I would do when we were making these big decisions about where to move, how do we deal with our youngest going off, like becoming empty nesters. Metaphorically, pulling into center is getting into alignment with our values, but also our purpose and our integrity so that when we make decisions that resonate with our true selves, 
We can do that even amidst external pressures around us. We can do it even when there are questions, when there aren't any clear answers, because often there aren't. When we have our pulled into center feeling, it's the compass that keeps us on our true path. Like I said, it doesn't free us from having doubts because I certainly had doubts. I had fear, trepidation, I was scared, but the doubts don't crush you. They don't crush the strength and clarity of our core. So pulling into our center is so helpful in the metaphorical way, in the physical way, in the emotional way. And it also really shapes our relationships and helps us navigate the changes in relationships and the changes that we have in life. When we talk about physical centering, it's not just individual. And we do it for ourselves, but the impact is greater. It impacts others. It connects us with others. Because when we are more grounded physically, when we're more present emotionally, we allow for more genuine interactions. And that's with all of our communities. And these communities, they can be your family, they can be your chosen family, they can be friends, coworkers. But these communities are the things that also buoy us in times of struggle. And they provide this outer circle to hold us when we feel more shaky. And I know for me how important my lit team has been so incredible during these transitions when I needed more time off to do my moving stuff. They also gave me their time and their support endlessly. To know that that's there, that security is just massive and it helps so much. And other communities of any kind, we can all bond over shared activities, shared experiences, and all these things foster a sense of belonging. I see this and I've witnessed it in our lit community, how this circle of connection has provided support and understanding to individuals who've struggled both physically and emotionally, whether it was in a teacher training or whether it's in our online community, whether it's in our teaching community. When we're pulled into our own center, we can also be that cornerstone of support, of empathy for others. I've seen that time and time again. So it's like our own pulling in helps everybody around us in our ecosystem. And also, if you've noticed, when people are not as pulled in, a lot of times they are really focused on themselves. And it's really hard to focus or support others because when we're really in tune with our own emotions and handling them well, we can better resonate with others, with others' feelings and being able to nurture them in ways that we can't when we're just consumed with our own stuff. This true emotional centering, you see it in people who really have good skills at conflict resolution. So a centered individual is able to approach conflicts with a calmer, more balanced perspective, which really helps to promote harmony and understanding. And these are so vital for this cohesiveness we want to have in any community. Again, whether it's a family or a set of friends, or if it's your coworkers. Life, like I've said, and I'm feeling it big time, it's ever evolving. And that is something we can't change. And we actually should embrace because the more we embrace it, the less we're going to feel so sad when chapters are over. We can mourn them, but we're not going to be like stuck in them. And so knowing that life is changing, life is filled with transitions, how do we pull into our center to help us adapt? Like I mentioned, I've been really feeling that in my own life lately, but physical centering reinforces adaptability. And I talk about adaptability on the mat, in our movement, 
how we want to be able to move when we want, how we want, without having to think about it in a graceful and efficient way. Just think of that as your life, too. We want to be able to learn to be flexible in our movement practices, but the flexibility is also in our mindset so that we can adapt to the changes in life, to the transitions. Because when we are able to feel the feelings and process them in a very healthy way, we also bounce back faster from disappointment, from setbacks, from heartache, the inevitable things that we will face in life. This centered perspective helps us view changes not as threats, but potential opportunities for building resiliency. And that's what I kept reminding myself when I would feel overloaded with emotions about the move, about my kids going to school, about a lot of the changes. This is hard. I'll get through it. It's also going to help me be stronger if I just continue to be as clear as possible and connected to my center. There's also this metaphysical centering that in yoga is talked about as the core chakra. So chakras are these wheels of energy, and they do correspond to actual neurons around the spine that have their own energetic channel, so to speak, to them. The core chakra is known as the manapura or the solar plexus, and it really is our power center. It makes us feel inner strength, inner stability, inner fire. It also corresponds to this idea of purpose and will and just really standing in your power and knowing it. And that power is power to do good, power to be effective, power to be consistent and clear. And the Manapura is located in the solar plexus area. You might see little graphics of it as depicted as this radiant yellow sun. So it really has a fiery energy to it. In the yogic philosophy, this is the area that governs our sense of self, our self-confidence, self-esteem, self-worth. And when it's in balance, it is said to give us the courage to really be our true and authentic selves. And with that, to be able to honor our values, to set boundaries, to take purposeful action. It's like our inner sun that guides us. It gives us warmth and light and clarity. And so when we pull into center, we are fueling that. And just as our physical core provides stability, like for your posture and movement and overall strength, this energetic core gives us emotional stability, resilience, and inner strength to, again, face life's challenges. It's really the foundation upon which our emotional and energetic balance resides. And above that is our heart chakra. So that idea, again, of going back to when we are clear with ourselves and centered in ourselves, we are able to give to others, be receptive and generous and compassionate and empathetic. So knowing that this is where our personal power resides in this chakra, engaging in activities that are boosting our confidence and bringing more awareness to our posture and to this area will really help to fire it up. And that's one of the many reasons we talk about more core, more core in our lit practice. Again, like I mentioned from the beginning, it's not about a, a tight, rigid six-pack. It's about a balanced, strong, resilient center that you can rely on, that is your personal powerhouse. So if you feel disheartened or powerless or uncertain, think about creating some real good heat in your core. Rekindle your strength and purpose, nurture it, and feel that confidence and clarity become clearer for you. So in today's world, 
we have a ton of distractions. They're everywhere. So how do we stay centered? How do we pull into center when there are lots of things literally and energetically pulling our attention away? That's the practice. There's no easy answer. It's really about regular introspection. And when, again, I'm on the mat and when I'm teaching and I'm encouraging others, what I'm encouraging them is it's not about the poses. It's not about the look. It's about observing yourself, investigating what you need today. How can you better serve that? How can you better hold to center, but also create expansion? And so whether it's mindful movement, like being on the mat or taking a walk in the woods, some people like to journal, all of these things are just summoning you to be reflective. And that's the opposite of being distracted. It's really assessing, learning, and seeing if we are holding to center, even if external forces are swaying around us. Pulling into center is really just about self-awareness, self-regulation in all facets of life. I often say this, and it's so true, the body is the quickest and easiest way to regulate, to become more aware. And if you don't feel like moving it, you can also just put your hands on your body. And that's a real tactile way of feeling your center, feeling yourself, bringing it back inward and not being distracted outward. And when we are pulled into center in this spectrum, again, it's not a finite position, it's in this way that we feel whole and strong, we can recognize more quickly when we're off balance. We can understand the why, and then we can make necessary adjustments to realign with our core, with our focus. If anything, I would love to impart that we all need to embrace self-awareness, and we have to practice it daily. Observe yourself in your movement practice, because this is a habit that carries over into your daily life. You start observing your words that come out of your mouth, your choices, your relationships, and understand being centered is a dynamic state. There will be moments of imbalance. We're going to all have that. But when we have the tools and awareness, we can realign quicker. And that's resiliency at its essence. My message and my encouragement to you is find what anchors you. And it could be a passion, a hobby, a movement practice, and then find loved ones who anchor you, that community aspect. And that could be blood family, chosen family, friends, coworkers. It could be a personal saying that you kind of live by and repeat to yourself. All of these things will help hold you and you can help by holding on to them, holding as a way of stabilizing. And I'll say it again, engage in physical activities that emphasize centering. Remember the journey. You're going to have the seasons like I've had and I'm sure you've had where there's challenge and growth because growth comes from challenge. And it's important to celebrate the small victories and embrace the learning from challenges. Otherwise, we're just going to be mad at them. And there's no reason because they're part of life. So to all of you, here's my challenge. This week, identify one area where you feel off balance. It could be emotional. It could be physical. It could be mental. It could be cultural, like in your network of friends or community. And then take a step toward pulling into your center in a way that feels right for you, whether it's through movement, putting your hands on your body, working on your breathing, taking a walk in nature, journaling. And then 
I would love it if you shared your experiences with us on our socials, either at Redefining Movement Podcast or Lit Method on Instagram. You could also do it on our Facebook page. You can always message me directly, and I'd love to hear it, how this impacted you, Laura.hyman on Instagram, because we're in this together. This is a journey. We are pulling into center as humanity, too. As we're spinning around and the days go by, we need to not spin out of control, but really hold ourselves and hold others accountable and hold others up when they need it, just like you would want the same for you. And as always, I'm pulling for you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Redefining Movement. If you like what you've heard, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Feel free to leave us a rating and review or share with someone you know. Check us out at www.litmethod.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.